What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we have an incredible guest on with us today, For those of you that have never been to Ask a Millionaire on Instagram, head over there. We have the man behind the scenes, Sean Thomas, and he created this platform out of his passion to just help serve small business owners who needed that mentorship in order to scale their business, who wanted to be first generation millionaires, who wanted to create success, who wanted to build wealth and maybe didn't have the type of mentorship that they needed in order to get there. And that is how at Ask a Millionaire on Instagram came to be. So I'm going to turn it right over to the show. I have him share his story so we can dig right in, but get out your notepad because we get into lots of good stuff on this episode. All right, Sean. I- you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am so excited to bring you onto the show. So first, before we dig in, I'm, I'm so pumped about this episode because I'm going to literally approach it as an opportunity for our listeners to be one-on-one with you. And I know you do this on your Instagram and you do your ask, ask a millionaire, like IG lives and stuff. And I totally stalked some of those and watched some replays. PS, one of those really scared me and made me nervous. The one that you did with Anton when you were like, and he was, he's the 22 year old from Ukraine that was wanting to do the financial investing. And you're like, why would I trust a 22 year old who has, and I was like, Oh no, he's scary. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, long story short, you know, what's going on. And I'm just so excited to dig into this. So first, before we pick your brain and hear all about what you've done, tell us a little about, about who you are, where you came from, how you got here, just give them a little foundation of who they're talking to. Cool. Well, thanks, Micah. Like yourself, I have a very, very long, multi-chapter life. Of course. From your very first podcast where you're like, I feel like I accomplished all my goals by the time I was 19. I had no idea what I was going to do next. I was the same thing. So I was born in a military family. Both my parents were in the army. Born in Georgia, two years. DC, two years. New Mexico, three years. And then we moved up to Alaska where my parents still still live. Grew up in Alaska. At 12 years old is when I first got my dose of that we were not wealthy uh, individuals as a family. And so my mom and dad got me a job as a paper boy to make extra money. Mind you, it's Alaska. So it gets a little cold in the winter and there's a little (laughs) bit of snow. And I did that for two years at four o'clock in the morning. So that's kind of where I, you know, cut my teeth at, you know, figuring out if you wanted something, you had to kind of work for it. And played sports my whole life, every sport, pretty much with the exception of football. And 
in high school, I got into choir because there were when you're when you're in in line to sign up for classes when you're in high school back in the day, there were a lot, there was a couple of us that were on the basketball team and we were checking out this line with all of the cute girls. Oh, there you and go. It was, and it was choir, so we're like, we need to take choir. So, anyways, oh, man. I, I had never sang a lick in my entire life, but I really enjoyed it and 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 found out that I was relatively a little bit naturally talented. Nice. Did that for a couple of years. MTV came out during that time I was in high school showing my age there. And I said, you know what? I want to get on MTV and I want to be a professional singer. Now I'm from a small town in Alaska and a lot of your listeners might live in small towns. And they say, well, how do you make it if you live in a small town? Well, you do what I did. Two weeks after graduating high school, I was on a plane to California and said, if I want the opportunity, I got to go where the opportunity is. Moved to California. I got into a song and dance company and took six months off. I took the first, uh, the fall semester off and didn't go to college. And I basically went out and partied my butt off and had fun and looked at all the girls in the beaches because we didn't have that in Alaska. <laughs> and you notice the theme here. I just follow where you girls go. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and at 21 years old, like you at 19, getting, you know, your dream being, I got a record deal on Warner Brother Records and traveled, uh, traveled the country with Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus for a year. Got on MTV, had the time of my life, played every major arena. And then we had a two-year contract, the one-year con- and they cut us short by one year and just said, hey, do you guys want to do this for another year? Are you guys done? And because long story, won't even go into detail, but we decided we just want to go on with our life. And so now here I am at 22 years old, accomplished everything I ever thought I wanted to accomplish because I didn't know how to think long term at 18, 19 years old. Right. And then I go, okay, well, if I have succeeded becoming famous, at least in my eyes, and now I want to be rich. And I had read, you know, somewhere at some point or watched on TV or in the movies or something that if you wanted to be rich, you needed to be a business owner. And of course, I had no college degree. I had telemarketing sales skills by telemarketing when I was in college for extra job, waiting on tables. So upselling. So I had a lot of sales skills, but not really professional sales skill. And so I just started trying every get rich quick opportunity you can imagine. And, and it's not, and we can dive into this later, but I didn't succeed at any of them. So I called from the time I was 22 to 32 was my decade of desperation. I had no mentors, no coaches. My parents loved me and they always bailed me out if I needed a little extra money and was done eating ice cube soup for dinner. And But they couldn't give me any financial wealth advice other than what most parents teach, which is, well, go to college and get a job. And at 80 years old, you might be able to be able to retire. And I just always knew, and I think there's a lot of people that have that. There's a lot of people that have that burning desire inside that they just know they're different from that. Yeah. And they just want more for some psychological reason, which I'm not a psychologist, but it's, there's just something psychological in the fact of somebody at a young age, knowing they want more than what they grew up with. And that was me, my brother, very successful collegially and CPA. And I was the exact opposite, but I still wanted the sex success. Right. And so um, at 32 years old, I finally stumbled upon a business idea of, of selling these computer systems to hotels. When, when Wi-Fi and internet came out, I was putting these little computers in the lobbies of hotels and everybody has seen those now. Well, that was my idea. And I just basically developed the business model of calling on hotels all around the country and working with the biggest brand hotels and trying to become a vendor and ultimately um, got my first mentor who really started teaching me about business and strategy and thinking bigger than today. And, you know, for 11 years, I ran that company as a CEO and we sold it in 2013 for a, a really nice paycheck. And after that, I took a few years off. Um, I was living in Mem- uh, Memphis when I started the company, uh, ended up in Nashville where the mentor lived and, and sold some of my company to him. Sold the company in 2013. I split time between Nashville and Manhattan Beach, California, because like you, I'm a big volleyball player, and that's the number one volleyball place in the world. And during that time, I was just taking time off because I was literally now at 43, financially independent, and could just kind of be okay the rest of my life. And I just loved Instagram 
And I came across these millionaire accounts on Instagram that were flashing the cash and the gold watches and the Ferraris and Lamborghinis. And I'm like, who in the world are these people? Like I am a millionaire and I know lots of millionaires now. They don't live that kind of life. What in the world is this? But I, I was intrigued. So I started reaching out to them on direct message. And some of them were just 16 year old little kids living in India. And they were just running these Instagram accounts and to build up followers for no other sake at the time. This was 2015 for no other sake, no monetization, nothing like that, just to be popular on Instagram. And then I met this one guy and he was a millionaire and he is probably one of the largest millionaire accounts. And he started showing me, hey, Sean, by building up an Instagram account, you can start uh, having your page be like a magazine where people will advertise and you will shout them out and tell people to go follow them and they'll pay you money. And I was like, well, I don't need the money, but it sounds kind of fun. Let's do this. So I said, I'm going to think about an account. What would I call it? And I'm like, as I was starting to see success financially in life, I had more and more people saying, how did you do it? And asking me questions. And I was like, I'm going to stay with the millionaire theme because that is a great marketing thing. The term millionaire, either, you know, people are going to hate you or love you. Right. And I said, I'm just going to call it ask a millionaire. And my whole premise of my account is I'm going to let people ask me questions. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be authentic. I'm going to be me. And I'm just going to try to help people learn what it would take to be a first generation millionaire, like the first in their family, because I didn't inherit it. So I don't know how to inherit money. And so for six years, I've been doing that. Three years into it, a lot more people started asking me to mentor them. So I for, I, I was a member of an organization called Entrepreneurs Organization that's, that's meant for entrepreneurs that have hit a million dollars in annual sales and needing to know how to scale and also needing a new peer group of people that are also at that level. And there was not, there's not really a lot out there for the entrepreneur or even a solopreneur that's under a million, like a zero to a million. And, and, and that's where you need the most help. The challenge is it's when you have the least amount of money. So nobody wants to start a business helping the people that need the most help that have the least amount of money. And I was like, you know what? Fortunately, I already have money. I'll do it. So I created an organization called Accelerators Organization. It's all about giving new entrepreneurs access to guys and girls like me. There's 25 of us now and we're across all different types of business and specialty. And we just mentor entrepreneurs. So I moved back to Nashville full time. I bought a nice estate. It's not 40 acres like yours, but mine's only six. But I do have a couple dogs now. I'm not getting cows yet. But so I, so I just live on this estate and I do masterminds and workshops. And then I host a virtual mentor company. And along the way, I, I have expanded my, my hobbies around food. I'm a major foodie. Uh, I am, I got into wine, collecting vintage wine from all around the world. And so I love opening up great wine for friends and just enjoying life. And that's my long story short. I love it. I love it so much. I want to, I want to kind of dive into a few of those pieces specifically. First of all, you now get to be the mentor that you wish you kind of had early on. And you, you did mention that you worked with someone How important have you found that relationship to be for someone who is kind of feeling like, okay, well, I know where I want to go, or I know what I want to do. I know what I want to accomplish, but then there's like this huge gap between where they're at and where they want to be. How important is it to have a mentor in that space? Well, think about it the same way of you got to go where the opportunity lies. So at 18, when I left the small town in Alaska and said, if I wanted to accomplish this goal, I've at least got to move to where yeah. the opportunity is. So a lot of a lot of people that are just starting out that have never had access to mentors and coaches because their parents weren't wealthy. The first thing is to put yourself into where the opportunity is, move to the island where all of the people like you are move to the island that has successful people and people that want to find success. Because I know this is going to sound really weird, but not everybody wants to be financially successful. Totally. I know that sounds weird. And (laughs) I want everybody to have millions and millions of dollars, but not everybody places as much value on financial success as I do. And people that are going to live on that island. Once you transition to the island 
So you're no longer on an island by yourself. A lot of people have friends and family that are not of like mind and they feel like they're alone on an island. They feel like they're the only ones that think the way they do. So the easiest thing to do before you get the mentors is just move to the island where there's people like you. That way you won't feel like such an outsider. You won't feel like an outcast and you'll be around like-minded people. Okay. Now, as far as the value of mentorship is, the only way that I can put it is mentors are simply going to help you help you get where you want faster. Yeah. They're going to help you struggle less and succeed faster. Because what I have found is there's a lot of people that will just do it on their own like I did and they'll succeed. And it's fine. They're just going to take longer and they're going to struggle more. Most of us when we're going to when we go to a new city or we want to go to a new restaurant and we want to know how to get there, we'll look on our phone and pull up Google Maps so that we can get the quickest directions there because we don't want to just get in our car and start driving around the city hoping that we're going to get to the destination. So a mentor is your GPS that's just going to get you there faster. So if you are probably like you and me, a little bit impatient and kind of wanting it like yesterday, if you are that kind of person, get out of your own way, get a mentor and it will change your life. 100%. It did for me like... I had spent three years in my business by myself from 2002 to 2005. I had gotten it to 275,000 in revenue in three years. Two and a half years later, three years later, we were Inc. 500, 300, four and a half, five million dollars. And I made a million dollars of personal income. That's how fast working with somebody who could teach me the steps that were the right way to grow. That just seismically changed my life. Yeah, I am all for this. There's like, I feel like there's an easy way and there's a hard way. And in so many opportunities out there, there's paths that have been paved that people can take and systems in place and things that are taking out all of the guesswork and recreating the wheel and, tr- and just making success so much harder. Um, speaking of, I would love to hear your thoughts. You work with a lot of millionaires. You work with a lot of people who are striving to be millionaires. What are your thoughts about network marketing specifically? So I tried network marketing and I failed miserably at it (laughs) because I didn't know anything about building a business and I didn't have a good upline, you know, in the business. I think, I think what's great about network marketing is you don't have to really learn everything that is entailed in building a business. Yeah. All you have to be great at emphasis, great, because it's all you do is you have to be great at sales and communication. Those are the two keys to success is sales and communication. Well, actually, and leadership. If you really want to be a seven figure earner, you're going to be a leader. And it's the same way in building a regular business and building a network marketing business. It's all sales and it's all leadership, right? And it all revolves around communication, the ability to influence, and then ultimately as Zig Ziglar and all the gurus will say, being a great person. And so, but, so my feelings to be transparent, like I always am in African areas, I personally would never do network marketing because I want to own the network marketing company. Like I want to own the, I would do network marketing if I could own the product line and be the CEO of the network marketing company. Cause yeah. I, 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 I just want to be the boss. Like I want to be like the top dog. Like that's just me. I just have to, I'm so competitive. Um, but I think it's a great industry. It's a, it's just, it changes. It, it does exactly what regular peer exchange groups do. It gives the right network marketing company and the right teams give people the camaraderie. It gives them the sense of family that they might not have. Mm-hmm. And, and that, and it gives somebody the ability to make a great living. And so for that, I love network marketing for that perspective. Yeah, I love it. I just, that was, I mean, I obviously I do network marketing and it's just funny to look back because I had this huge, like I was thought network marketing was like skeezy and I had this really salty taste in my mouth just around the whole idea of it because of experiences I'd had with people approaching me and coming at me. And I felt very like attacked and targeted and I'm like, so I had all of my walls up and it's funny because I kind of, I, I always say like I accidentally got into it because I just fell in love with 
I mean, I'm a beach body coach, so I fell in love with the workouts, the lifestyle, the, the habits, but what kept me around through all of it was the community of people who were literally just wanting to be better, wanting to do better, wanting to do good, wanting to live their best. And I'm like, I want to do life with these humans. Like, this is what I want to surround myself with. So I love at the beginning when you were talking about how you moved from Alaska to California because you knew you needed to get in that space. That's what I feel like when you get into the right, like you were talking about the right opportunity, the right team, the right atmosphere, that is life transforming because you put yourself in the middle of the bed in that space where you can surround yourself with those people who have your back. Because like you mentioned, so many people don't in real life, their circle of friends tear them down. They don't have the same belief system. They don't want the same things. And it's really easy to let yourself get stuck in that space if you're not putting yourself in a different environment. So I just, I'm like obviously super passionate about it because it's transformed our life, but I wanted to just get a, get a little nitpick in what you thought about it since you're you gave me, so many. You gave me a great idea for us for a, an approach for Let's your, hear it. okay. So, so you just gave me a great idea for an approach because you said I had my walls up. I was concerned and afraid when people were pitching me. Yeah. That's a great way to think about that when you're going to approach someone and someone is giving you the walls up and the sense of skepticism and the so forth. A great way to overcome that is listen, don't be afraid of why I'm approaching you to become involved with this company and this organization. I am recognizing in you that you are a great person and that you want more out of life. You should actually be happy that I'm approaching you with this opportunity because I don't approach everybody. Totally. I'm very specific about who I want on my team. And I'm very specific about the type of people that I think would succeed in this organization. So don't be afraid. Welcome this because you have always wanted to accomplish more, right? You want to make more money. You want to belong to a great community, right? Don't be afraid. Let's just get to know each other. Let me introduce you to this stuff. And you should actually feel great that I'm recognizing in you somebody amazing. I love it. And that's the truth. I mean, <laughs> and that's the beauty too of like one entrepreneurship period, but especially network marketing. Like when you're building this empire of human beings who are just on this journey with you, you get to pick and choose who you work with. And that is beautiful because you can turn down whoever you want, whoever exactly. you don't want to work with. And you're absolutely right. I do not reach out to anyone who I'm like, oh yeah, I don't really, I wouldn't really want to have her in my groups. I wouldn't want, really want to want to do business with her. So that, I mean, that's hundred percent true. So that's a great way to approach it is just be confident in what you have to share and why you're reaching out and being upfront with that from the yeah. beginning. That's, that's pretty high level to be that confident and that strong to be able to say that type of stuff. But that's part of succeeding in anything is great communication, confidence, choosing the right words, all those things. Totally. I love it. All right. Let's, I'm going to, I'm going to pick your brain a little bit. So as you work with very successful people, you've surrounded yourself with people who are high achievers, high performers, have you noticed anything? I mean, there's a million different things, I'm sure, but have you been able to kind of identify certain things that separate those that go on to achieve success versus those that want it, but then never really are able to achieve it? Yeah, I think it, for me, what I have noticed, and I work mostly with people who aren't uber financially successful. I want to help people get to that first million. So I do have yeah. a lot of peers and friends who are, as successful and more successful financially than I am. Um, and I'm going to come back to that because I'm going to explain why I think I am just as, if not more successful than Jeff Bezos, the richest man in the world. And I'll explain why in a second. Okay. And I think a lot right. of people could develop the same mindset is it's the willingness to learn and the willingness to ask for help. Yeah. It takes a certain amount of. Taking a quick time out to fill you in on my first free masterclass for entrepreneurs. What if you really believed that everything that you wanted to build with your business was possible for you? What if it could be easier? What if it could be more joyful? What if you actually enjoyed the process every single day as you showed up to do the work? Do you think you could be consistent? 
I think you could. So many entrepreneurs are relying on motivation. They're relying on getting through it. They're relying on the grind. They're relying on the hustle. And then they get burnt out. They get overwhelmed. They get stuck. They lose the joy. And they wonder why they can't keep showing up to build their dreams, to hit their goals. And as I look back over the years on how I've built my business and how we've reached over seven figures annually, there's some things that I've just done differently. And I want to teach you that. So in this masterclass, we're going to uncover some core beliefs that we can help you rewrite in order to move you through those things to a more empowered state. And I'm going to reveal to you my seven essentials that I believe every successful entrepreneur is building their business around in some capacity. So this is going to help you really, really, really identify any gaps that you have, learn how to course correct and help you move through this state of overwhelm, frustration, lack of movement, lack of joy, wherever you are, we're going to move through that and into alignment, into flow, into excitement, into fulfillment, into joy, because I can promise you that is easy to show up for. So get access here at micafolsomfit.com slash seven essentials, number seven essentials. And that'll take you to get registered for the masterclass. And I can't wait for you to dig into this. Okay. Back to the show. Confidence and strength to be able to trust somebody enough in order to be vulnerable and ask for help. Most people who truly want to be financially successful, they're initially usually coming from a place of insecurity and jealousy and anger for not growing up with a lot of money. Like they, they like, so there's a lot of things that are mentally and, and psychologically preventing them from just being everything that they want to be. They live in a life of, well, when I get here, then I. And so what, so, so it's all psychological. And as you know, first, well, you know, firsthand, the reason that most successful gurus like Tony Robbins and Bob Proctor and Zig Ziglar and, and all the Brian Tracy, all those guys talk about mindset first is because it's the truth. People have to mentally be ready to break themselves down and unleash the past and unleash, unleash all the negative energy in order to absorb all the new good stuff that can come in their life. And people want to fix the top three things to do this, the top five ways to do this, the top eight, that marketing thing. But in the reality, when I really get a chance to work with somebody, the only people that I work with that truly find success is, are the ones that are willing to be vulnerable, ask for help and get involved. And you probably see that every day in in network marketing. You're giving everybody the exact same opportunity, the same information, the same words, yet some people are the cream that rise to the top and others just sit there and they're just not, they're just not ready. And eventually maybe sometimes they'll be ready and sometimes they won't. And what I had to do as a mentor is I had to really start focusing my time and energy on the cream. Because if I want something as a mentor, this is outside the question, but if I want something for somebody more than they do, I'm wasting my time. Yeah. And I'm doing them a disservice because it's going to frustrate them. <laughs> They're going to put their wall back up and be and, and not be vulnerable. And then it's going to be a negative conflict of situation for both of us. And I want to focus on the ones that are rising, absorbing, learning, executing, because those are the ones that are ready. I love it. It's, it's nearly impossible to mentor someone who is unwilling to be coachable. Like, and and it's you, there's a difference between saying you want something, but then being willing and open to doing the things that it takes. And so much of it is that foundational mindset work. I mean, that's how this podcast even came upon, like came about because that's what I was noticing was the success that people were having. It wasn't because they were doing things differently. It was because they were thinking differently. They were perceiving things that were happening to them and for them differently. And it was this whole shift that has to happen. You have to have those roots and that foundation before you can build 
success habits and strategy and all of the marketing and all the things that people want to know, none of that matters until you have a strong foundation to build on. So yeah, I love and, that you touched on that. And you have to, you, we, we on the mentor and coaching side, we also have to develop a keen sense of who's an asshole and who's not, because there are people that will just True. ask questions and you give them great advice and then they do nothing with it and come back yeah. and keep asking the same question or what have you. And that's frustrating for both sides as well. And what I learned to overcome the asshole situation was I started giving homework and saying, Hey, before you're going to come back and ask me the question again of how to do something, go do this and come back to me with the results. And that will generally speaking, separate the people that are just there to take time and, and those that are genuinely willing, you know, to learn and, and to get help. Yeah, hundred percent. And as you're mentoring people, you love everyone. I love everyone I mentor, but you really do. You only have so much time and energy to put into it. And it is so exhausting when you're pouring so much more into someone than they're giving back. And so one of the things that I've had to, I've had to create boundaries when I'm working with my coaches, like I will give, I'll match you energy for energy. Like I'm going to give you what you give back. And so if you're walking, I'll walk with you. I will love you. I'll hug you. But if you want to sprint, I will sprint with you. Like let's freaking go. So for any of you out there that are maybe a leader or you're building a team or you're working with people, just remember that because it is so easy. We care so much. And that's usually why leaders evolve is because you do have huge hearts to serve. But if you are giving, 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 and they are not working and putting energy in and matching that, you are going to burn out so fast. You are going to burn out so fast. So remember to have your boundaries up too. Love everyone, but work with the working, not the willing work with the working because there's a huge difference. Yeah, for sure. I love it. All right. You mentioned mentoring and you mentioned coaching. What would you say the biggest difference is between having a mentor and having a coach? They're very synonymous. Of course, a coach that the key differentiator is a coach, generally speaking, is going to give you a step-by-step game plan. They're going to draw plays. They're going to show you and teach you how to execute in a very detailed fashion. Whereas a mentor is really to be a trusted advisor, more there for experience sharing. They may or may not every now and then give you some, some step-by-step like a coach would, but a mentor is there to share experiences Be there to be the shoulder to lean on, the person to give the high five, the person to say great job, the person to say, don't worry about it, everything's going to be okay. A coach will for sure be both. A mentor may or may not give you a step-by-step plan. For example, people will, I know a lot about small business. I, I, I think I would know pretty much anything and everything that it would take to grow virtually any type of business from zero to a million. I would match, you know, my abilities from a, pers- a knowledge perspective and execution with anybody to a zero to a million. Because as you said before, the road has been paved. The, the, the road to one million has been paved. There's no reason to go off road. Yeah. Okay? And I can give people a step by step in certain areas of building. But there are other times I might say, hey, listen, even though I consider myself to be a great salesperson, I'm not a sales coach. I can't help you develop your scripts. I can't help develop your overcoming of objection scripts, your telephone approach, your needs assessment. Go talk to this person who is a sales coach. Yeah. And they will help you with your sales. Even though as a mentor, I recognize your sales scripts and processes need help. Go get a sales coach. Because in, in, digressing here a little bit, but to expand upon it is that was the reason in accelerators organization, when I wanted to build a mentoring company that I didn't call it the Sean Thomas mentoring company. I called it accelerators organization because I learned on Instagram and answering questions of everybody that no matter how much I like to think so, I don't know everything. (laughs) So, um, so I don't know everything. And I started recruiting my sales coaches, my leadership coaches, and all my friends that were high level in areas in which I was weak. And that way, when people in my mentorship group needed deeper dives into certain topics, I could say, well, talk to Tom, talk to Dan, talk to, you know, Michelle, talk to this person. And that way they always got 
the help that they needed across every area of their business. And I think that's another thing that doesn't get talked about a lot, especially when everybody on social media is a coach and guru these days, which is fine, is there's no one that knows everything. And, and people yeah. should be exposed to that there are going to be times you need a sales coach, a leadership coach, an HR consultant, a branding agency. I mean, we as entrepreneurs need lots of help. Totally. I love, I went on your Instagram. I just went up to look it up really quick. Cause I loved it. You said, if you want to make a hundred thousand per year, get to work. If you want to make a million a year, get other people to work with you. That is so true. And that's what I ran into early on was I was like, I can do it all. I can do everything. I'm going to do everything. It was like that ego trip of I'm an entrepreneur. I'm, I'm like doing it. And then all of a sudden you hit your cap and you're like, oh crap, either my goals need to stop growing or I've got to build a team. I've got to like figure out how to duplicate myself and then I can put my energy where it matters. And that's where I feel like so many people hit their, hit their ceiling is because they're not willing to let go of the ego a little bit and delegate and free up some time so that they can put all of their energy where their strengths are. And so when I saw that, I'm like, oh. I'm like, I love that. <laughs> I love that one. So when you're just talking about that, like, I don't know it all. I'm not an expert in every area, but I have a team of experts. That's, I mean, that's just smart business, period. Absolutely. You know, and a couple of things that you said there is, A, you know, we can't, you're never going to duplicate yourself because no one's right. going to be you. And, and if you hired an, another Micah, you would both be doing the exact same thing and be all over each other. We want to hire people <laughs> that are, specialists in the areas where we now we can duplicate the sales areas of our business, which we want to duplicate that as much as possible, which is network marketing, of course. But, you know, in a business, I don't want to duplicate somebody doing what I'm doing because then I work myself out of a job, which is the only goal anyways. But um, so, yeah, I, I think so that's one side. As somebody thinks about building their business, think about the areas in which you are weak that's where we want to hire. Um, oh, there was one other thing I was going to say. Oh, and okay. So on that note of getting people to work with you, and I got a lot of comments on that one because people like were like, I'm glad you didn't say work for you because Instagram, you know, <laughs> they just love, you know, to get you on any little word that you say right? on Instagram, right? Uh, <laughs> but here is the hardest thing. Um, here's a teaching lesson for all of the small business owners that might be listening. One of the hardest things, and you may have went through this, is when you start your own business, and then you start making a little bit of money and you start burning out and you start getting to that part where you're working your 18 hour days, you're no longer seeing your significant other or any other areas of your life. And you know, you need to hire someone. The hardest part is going, but no, I like this money. I don't want to give it to somebody else. I don't want to give it, you know, I'm making this nice $150,000 now. And now you're telling me I have to give 50 of it to somebody else. Just to free up some time? No, I really like this money. So it's a it's a mental game. Once again, if you play that game, you're going off road and trying to you know say, well, how do I do this without following the tried and true principles of business? Yeah. How do I go off road and not pay somebody but still grow my business? You can't. So it's an emotional thing of okay, just trust the process, Micah. Spend the 50 grand, hire somebody, because then you're not only going to make a hundred, they're going to free up so much more time for revenue generating activities and the things you like to do or the balance in life. And you're going to make 250 grand. And that's a huge emotional, psychological just hack. Trust the process, trust the system. It works. Absolutely. And I think it is that first, when I first started relinquishing a little bit of control and delegating some stuff. It was that I saw it like, Oh, it's money out the door, but we need this. We needed that money to pay the bills early on. Like it was helping us live our life. And then it was really, okay. So if I'm going to delegate this and I'm not spending that time, how can I be smart and spend the same time doing something that's going to generate more growth? And I think that's where too, sometimes people slip up is they, they're like, okay, I'm going to delegate some stuff. And now I have extra time to go sit at the beach. 
And it's like, okay, unless you're at a place (laughs) where your money is making money for you while you're at the beach, then that's probably not the smartest move. So it's just having that that business mindset of, okay, what's the smartest way to do this? Getting to a place of, I mean, where you can create that sort of growth is happening on its own, but lots of people do it too soon, I feel like. And then they get, they kind of fall into that downward spiral of things crumbling. Yeah. And, and uh, you want me to add on that too? Like another, another yeah, sure. Ad. So here's another ad hack on that. Last night, I'm doing a weekly Zoom with people in my group and a girl uh, has created this, um, this device to help with like facial, um, whatever you girls do, estheticians, you only know, work on your oh, face, yeah, yeah. stuff like that, <laughs> whatever you girls do. And she, so she created the product. She's got her Shopify store and she's like, you know, I'm working on my brand. Last night was about branding. And she's asking me all these branding questions. She's like, and she's like, I did my logo and I did my Shopify store and I did, I'm picking colors, but I'm not sure I'm happy with the colors. And I'm like, okay, how long have you trained and gone to school for being a graphic designer? Well, I haven't. I haven't. Okay. A, why are you doing it yourself then? Okay. Now I understand budgets and I understand bootstrapping and that's cool. I said, but you now have a website that's functioning. It looks fine. You have a social media page. It looks fine. Everything can always look better, whatever. So uh, we call this MVP in business, minimum viable product. Just get it done enough to where you can start selling it and making money and you can always enhance it and go to version yeah. 2.0, 3.0, et cetera. And I said, let me, I said, I'm just going to call you out because I'm really famous at calling people out. And, and people either really love me or hate me for it, but I'd rather be punched in the face with the truth than stabbed in the back with a lie, right? For sure. And, and so I said, you're spending all of this time on your social media and all of this branding stuff. What you're really doing is you're escaping the fact that you're fearful of calling on boutiques and, re- and, and med spas, estheticians yes. from a sales perspective. You're escaping from, from what you're fearing and that's, that's affecting your checking account. That's affecting your sales. And she's like, I can't believe you just called me out in front of everybody on Zoom, but you're so right. <laughs> she, she's like, yes. She's like, yes, I just have this kind of fear of going out there. And I said, well, listen, it, it, here's the thing that, you have, that we have to recognize as entrepreneurs. You could be the inventor of your product, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to be the salesperson. If you don't like selling and you aren't comfortable with it, you're going to suck at it. Hire someone else to do it. Yeah. Your old school, 50 years ago, my parents, it, it used to be if you were no good at something, then go learn. The new theory of leadership is, is when you're great at something, do that and keep doing it and be better. And when you're not, get someone else to do it who is. That's the new level of, of leadership and the new way to grow a business. So if you don't feel comfortable with it, go hire somebody. But someone needs to be, if I had an inventory of your product sitting in my garage, I would be spending every minute of the day calling someone to buy it, not working on my logo and my color palette and my fonts and my social media of which I'm not adverse at doing, you know, or adverse at doing. And so that's another thing that a mentor can see and do for the person that they're working with is I said, now at least you know this is you. Let's fix it. What is the greatest, what's the path of least resistance for us to fix this? I love that. People I love, love that to so escape. Much. People love to escape. Oh my word. That's why the bars are filled every every Friday night. (laughs) (laughs) So true. And I hope that the listeners heard that. And I hope you're learning that he was talking about someone who had an actual product. They were building their business from ground one. But like, this is the same all across the board. You will find like, for instance, in my industry, for all of those coaches listening or anyone in the network marketing industry, we have to sell our product, our service, whatever we've got. We've got to build a team of people who are also duplicating that growth. But guess what? Lots of y'all are avoiding the actual things that grow your business. And you're scrolling on social. You're learning how to make new reels. You're learning how to do the dance. You're learning how to do the things. And you're not doing anything that actually grows your business or affects your bank account. And then your spouse 
is getting mad at you because you're spending time on this business that is not generating income. And then you're claiming that it's not working. It only works if you work and it only works if you work at the actual things that bring in income. So I hope that you heard what he said. Stop running away from the stuff that scares you because that's likely the things that you need to be doing in order to grow your impact and your income. And that's why you got started anyways. So just push through the fear and do the things. Boom. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Golly, geez. I think as I look back, there were so many things that I was, that I was scared of. There are so many things that I have had to overcome myself. And so now as you're understanding and you're navigating what people are going through, it's easy to be like, okay, I was there and this is what got me through it. And instead of it took me three months, you can get through it in a day. Like, and that's the power of having a mentor. And that's what Sean gets to create within his, um, what did you call it again? Accelerators organization. Accelerators organization. Yes. Um, And so if you're someone out there who is building a business, who's like, I am lacking mentorship. I am lacking someone who has been there, done that, who can just help me bridge that gap and speed up the success process. But I'm hungry to learn. I'm hungry to do. Find him on Instagram. Do you want him to, is it ask a millionaire? Yep. Okay. At ask a millionaire, find him and all of his information for his program is there. I was stalking all through and (laughs) it's seriously awesome that you provide this because that's the missing link for so many people. And for those of you that are in network marketing, if you have someone who has paved the way and who has done what you want to do, be a good student, listen, learn, and take massive action because as much as you learn and as much as you watch and as much as you're inspired, it's your action and your growth and you're willing to fail forward and just get in the trenches and figure it out and look like a dork for a little while while you're new and while you're failing. That's all part of the process. And we have all been there. You will not see a successful person in front of you that has not failed way more than you already experienced way more hardship and trial than you have already within the business. And it's just their willingness to stick with it and to learn and to innovate as they go. So just be willing to do that. If you're hungry for success in whatever area of life you're hoping to grow in. Yeah. And and to expand on that, think about it this way. A lot of people say, you know, like, Hey, Sean, what's the best book recommendation that you've got? You know what I mean? And and that's fine. I love reading books. I've got a bunch of books behind me and what have you. Here's the thing. We want to get advice that is specific and individual to us. And this is why it's so important to have a close relationship with a mentor, someone that you can reach out to, because it's not like you can go to Google, like you want directions to the restaurant. You can't go to Google whether you're 18 years old, 24 years old, 28 years old, 40 years old, whatever age you are, and say, hey, Google, I am a 51-year-old guy living in Franklin, Tennessee. I'm single, and I've built my businesses, and I'm tr- and this is what I've done with my entire life. This is where I am today, and this is where I want to go. Could you recommend a book for me? You can't do that to Google. Yeah, You just can't. And this is why one of my favorite sayings is, is you just don't know what you don't know. All because on social media from the haters over the years, I've seen the all the stuff that you gurus and mentors, all that stuff's available for free online. Cool. Well, how do you know what to look for? Yeah. Because if 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 it were that, if that were the case that all of the information is out there, which it is, I agree. Why isn't everybody making all the money that they want to make in the world? Why isn't everybody walking around with six pack abs? Why isn't everybody, you know, happy and just calm in life when all the information on how to fix or do things is out there for free? It's because at the end of the day, when you finally do hang around some successful, and I don't just mean financially successful, I mean truly personal developed successful, happy people, they're all going to say it's about relationships and the people in your life. It's not the cars and the mansions and the, it's about the people in your life. Not saying that those other things aren't important to each individual person, but it's the relationship. So when's the last time Google took you out for dinner? It ain't going to happen. So 
get together with a mentor where you can say, hey, Micah, here is my situation. I've been here. I've done this. I'm here now. And I want to get to here. What should I do now? What's the first step I should take? Michael will give you much better information and knowledge than Google will. You right. can take that to the bank. And that's the difference between walking into a bookstore and saying, well, what book should I order? Then when the person comes up to you and says, well, what are you looking for? And they help you find out, fine tune right down to the perfect book that you're looking for. And that takes a person, not Google. Yeah. And even, even a person like, cause I get reached, I share a lot of like what I'm studying or what I'm learning and in my Instagram story. So I'll get a lot of like, what book is that? What book are you reading? I want to read it. And I'm like, well, what are you struggling with? Or where do you want to grow? Like, no, every book is not created equal with what you need right now in life. So it's yeah, you, really, you need really simple math, dude. I'm on, ge I'm on geometry. You need simple math. <laughs> exactly. Read that book first. <laughs> but really it's like, I feel like that's a common theme. Like personal growth is becoming very popular and it's, and that's awesome. People are wanting to grow. They're wanting to learn. They're wanting to overcome their crap really. But the most popular book might not be what you need right now. Exactly. So it's really being in tune with, okay, what do I want in life? Where are my roadblocks? What do I need? What areas do I need to grow in? Or what do I need to overcome? And then aligning your study accordingly. Because yeah, it's, it's another form of escapism. People say, you know what, instead of going <laughs> and making a sales call and going and networking, I'm going to read a book because then I can say, Hey, I've been reading lots of books. Cool. <laughs> How much money is that making you brother? You know, <laughs> so, you know, so it's like, it's another form of escape. Not that I'm not bashing reading, but I always think in the things that have worked well for me and, and the coaches that I work with is if you're going to do something, it needs to be very intentional. Don't do something yes. just for the sake of doing it. Now, with your free time and hobbies, if, if, if that's what you want to do with your free time, that's fine. But, you know, be intentional with what you want. want. Don't just read to read. Read with a purpose is the way I always tell the people that ask me that question. Absolutely. I love it. All right. We got to wrap it up. I could talk to you forever. Before we go, I want to ask you about your just daily rituals. Do you have like a, do you to this day, what did you, you said you're 51 to this day, 51 multimillionaire. Do you have morning rituals that help you just feel your best and live your best life? No. What do you do? What is your morning like? <laughs> Actually, if you ask my uh, my house manager, she will tell you, yes, Sean is probably one of the most routine-oriented guys you're ever going to meet. So, yes, I'm very routine-oriented uh, in the morning for sure. So, of course, like everybody, wake up and answer the call of duty. <laughs> of course. And then, and then I walk out and I let my dogs out and feed them. And that always puts a smile on my face because – Dogs just are always happy. And so I spend a few minutes with them. Then I, then I come in, I take a shower. Listen, I put on music and I listen to shower, nothing specific. I don't meditate. I don't do those types of things. Um, and then I'll come out and I'll make, I make a protein shake. So, so perfect for your audience. Like I li literally for eight years, it changed my life. One of my best friends owns a supplement company in Manhattan beach. He's like the most fit guy has the most energy in the world. He's always bouncing off the walls. And I'm like, dude, what, what, would, you be, got? <laughs> what would be the one thing I could implement in my life that would take the least amount of work <laughs> and get the <laughs> most amount of success. And he's like, yes. 24 ounces of water, scoop of protein, scoop of greens, these three vitamins every morning before you do anything else. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. Like wow. that even I can do. And so it changed my life. So that, that I do that. And then I get on my phone and start checking emails and, all, all, and, and emails and things like that. And those are on the days that I don't work out. If I'm doing my fasted cardio and stuff, I'll jump out of bed, let the dogs out, and then go do 30, 45 minutes of, of cardio downstairs in the fitness room. I love it. I love it. I'm and the rest of the day, because of, where, of the lifestyle I have now, I have intentionally not started a company that requires me to work a set amount of hours and do a certain amount of things. I've intentionally created a lifestyle that allows me that flexibility that if I want to go lay at the pool for an hour, I can, you know, so I, I, the rest of my day is I just go by my calendar. 
I love it. I love it. And I think this is important too, because I feel like lots of people get kind of stuck. I, I believe that routines are very powerful and obviously habits, you do things without even realizing you're doing things. So you might as well do things that are serving your life and helping you be a better person, feel your best. So being intentional about those things for a period, what takes effort at the beginning soon becomes effortless. So you do those things like clockwork without even thinking twice about them, which is beautiful. And that's where you want to get the thing that I want our listeners to hear really just really quickly, because I don't know if I've talked about this is you can get stuck in, if your routine gets off at all, then oh, your whole day goes up in flames and then you're totally screwed up and everything like goes downhill from there. So just be very careful. And it's not checking a box. You're not waking up and doing a check the box routine. You're waking up and, and, and you're waking up with purpose so that you can create a feeling. So Sean feels his best when he does those things and he does them like clockwork. But I would guess that if something kind of went a wall and he wasn't able to do something, his whole day wouldn't be ruined. So just don't let yourself get stuck in that mindset of like, oh, it wasn't perfect. Or my kid woke up and ruined it. And now my whole day is screwed. Just kind of course, correct, center yourself, get grounded, finish your, whatever you're doing in that feeling of your morning routine, and then move on with your day. Because that's something that I feel like kind of gives people some hiccups. And then it is retroactive, whatever that word is, <laughs> it, it's worse off than it, it serves you. Absolutely. I, oh, and I feel it when I, when I travel, when I travel and I don't have my routine, Yeah. I do, I do everything I can to have my routine. When I travel, I bring my it's shake, such a difference. Bring my shake stuff. I'll pack, I'll even pack coffee. Like I'll, I'll, I'll do everything I can to, to keep my same morning routine where, wherever I travel. That's powerful. Same with me. And people will be like, you're on vacation. Why are you, why are you doing that? Why are you working out? Why are you drinking or whatever? And I'm like, it just makes me feel good. Don't you want to feel good? Like I'm not doing these things because I have to, I'm doing these things because it makes me feel my best. And it keeps me sane. Yeah. I'm with the five kids. You got to do certain things for you at the beginning you of the never day. Know, for those wondering, you know, you never, the only way to figure out what, how you operate at your highest efficiency is just to try new things. Totally. And measure and just, you have to measure, you know, because my routine isn't going to be the same as somebody else's, but that's okay. You just have to try a bunch of different things. So I, I don't mind the question when people ask me for my routine, but my routine today where I am in life was different than when I was 34 running my business too. So I, I like to find little nuances that somebody might do differently. And I try those things. Like I tried meditating for five minutes and it drove me absolutely bonkers. I couldn't do it. Like I couldn't do it. And one of my best friends is this guy named Don Dapani. He's a Hindu priest. He's, he was a monk for 10 years. And if you want to learn about personal development, about how the, how monks center their awareness and control their awareness, where energy goes, you know, all that stuff, he is the man. And I, I tried some of the stuff he teaches and I joke with him, like, dude, I can't do that. Like, I can't do it. He's like, Sean, you're not supposed to because you're fine. You're like, yeah. you get all the monk points you want because you're just a great, happy person. This is just one strategy. You tried it though. Good job. I love it. Just keep trying new things. I love it. That's the truth. Cause my, exactly. My morning routine is not going to be right for someone else. And they've got to figure out what habits and what rituals and what things are going to help them set themselves out to live in alignment with how they want to be and how they want to do life. So absolutely. But I do feel like there's so much power in finding your purpose-filled morning routine. Absolutely. Totally. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, one more time. Remind them where they can find you on social. And do you want them to tag you? I always ask my listeners to tag us with their favorite, like 15 second nuggets so we know what resonated. Do you want them to tag Ask a Millionaire or your Sean page? So yeah, find me on Ask a Millionaire on Instagram. It's just my fun, motivational meme, Instagram lives, Q&As, things like that. Tag Ask a Millionaire. If you're a small business entrepreneur, um, my Instagram for my business is at, at acceleratorsorg. We don't post a lot of content there. It's just more of a brochure just to have an account. Um, I'm always promoting it on my Ask a Millionaire account, things like that. And then the website is acceleratorsorg.com. But Ask a Millionaire is where I pretty much do everything social media wise and have fun. Awesome. Well, Sean. I cursed there. I didn't curse on your show, but I I do curse on my Ask a Millionaire stuff. So my my Q&As are a little bit more like edgy. (laughs) I know. That's what what I was talking about at the beginning. When you did this Q&A, you brought him on and you were like, I wouldn't F and do business with you. And I was like, Oh no, he's kind of scary. I tone it down to where I'm like a chameleon. I, I get along wherever environment I am, but yeah, my ask a millionaire one is like, and you know, my ask a millionaire Q and a lives, which I love doing. It's a, it's a television show. It's yeah, totally. You cool. are, you're entertaining for sure. I stuck around the whole time. So I just, I just have fun with it too. And yeah. sometimes I'll just say stuff just to really like shock the people watching, you know, <laughs> you know, so, so yeah, sometimes I just kind of do things just to keep it entertaining. I am much more calm and relaxed in my re- regular everyday life, but on Ask a Millionaire, I try to be like, you oh, know, yeah. and fun. You brought it. And like I mentioned, like I was, I stuck around for the whole hour while I was getting ready. I'm like, I'm not turning this off. I'm here for the whole thing. So you want to hear the funny story of how it all kind of, so two minutes. So I started asking millionaire on Instagram and this was before live streaming. Twitter came out with Periscope. Oh yeah. So I moved over to Periscope with Instagram and I had the Ask a Millionaire channel. And because of just the fun that we were doing, I was like in the top 10 of people. So that's how a lot of people found me was like the top channels. And this was before I started Accelerator's organization. I was just doing this for really just total fun. And <laughs> I used to get lit up on <laughs> wine and bourbon out at, at, at my house. And I would just, it was like a true S show. I mean, it was so <laughs> hilarious. Oh I arguments with people. I would say, give me a call. And let's talk about this. And I, we, we used to have so much fun just trolling and having fun and that's where all of my most amazing like loyal members of ao all were like those initial people that they're like i just like that this guy is just freaking real like no holds barred raw that's what i like out there in this world of people putting their best foot forward this guy's like just real so i've i've toned it down from that i, I love it used to call them drunken scopes every because everybody used to turn on notifications and it'd be like oh shit it's 12 o'clock sean's going on he must be drinking and we would do these drunken scopes and it was so that's funny. hilarious that's awesome i love it but you totally found your tribe you found your tribe and they're loyal and they're sticking around Yes. That's how the magic <laughs> happens. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Sean, thank you so much for taking time and hanging out with us today. You guys, if you found value, share with us your nugget. Tag me at Micah Folsom Fit. Tag Sean at Ask a Millionaire. And if you are a small business owner that really could use that mentorship and really that community of people who are growing together and leveling up, reach out to him, ask him all the questions and be a part of his program because I have never invested in a mentor when it hasn't been worth it. It always pays you back a hundredfold. So I can attest to that. All right. Kids are coming in. We got to wrap it up. Thanks for hanging out. You guys we will see you next week.
up another episode and I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom Fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft.